0: What's going on, everybody? Another episode of Four Transplants and a Microphone, where today we are five transplants and a microphone. Another friend from California, uh, if you were thinking about moving to Charlotte, doing business in Charlotte, anything to do with Charlotte, we hope to provide you with a whole lot of good info and a whole bunch of laughs to go along with it. So we'll do some quick uh, intros around the table since we have a fifth transplant today. And uh, we'll start with a quick intro from Brandon and kind of work around the table.
1: Brandon with Superior Data Solutions. We're a IT service provider.
2: Uh, Brian Johnson, we own Main & Johnson, a business coaching and consulting company. When I say we, it is the mouse in my pocket.
3: <laughs> is it the royal we? <laughs> yeah, that's
2: right. we're going to talk third All person the rest of the day.
3: We has been stretched to its outer limits right now, folks. Russell Hughes with we, Hughes we Realty Advisors. <laughs> we own Hughes Realty Advisors too.
0: <laughs> we are Jack Tompkins, the owner of Pineapple Consulting nice and Firm. Nice silly, <laughs> helping your small business become data driven. We're here with our friend uh, Mike Saint Ange, and we're recording today <clears throat> at 4001 Yancey, the Bureau's at 4001 Yancey, and. I've got a nice back room so we really appreciate them. I'm here a lot. I know we're not here a lot, but they are they're always good
3: Jack um, brings his scooter over here.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I, I do ride the scooter here it,
3: sometimes.
2: But a, a little, so we've met, Jack and I have met here a couple times before, but he conveniently likes to call it 401, Yancey. Yeah. Well, when I put that in my GPS, it does not take me to the brewery.
3: It's nope. <laughs> Anywhere but. 401. Yeah, why am I heading towards South Carolina? I'm unsure.
0: <laughs> 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 if you can get here and navigate your way here, it is a great spot to be. Uh, yeah. So Mike St. Ange, welcome. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Tell us about where you're from and all
4: that good stuff. Awesome. Thank you. Thanks for having me. By Absolutely. The way. Uh, Brandon forced us. It's not on. Yeah, yeah I figured he did. I mean, I, I did slip him a couple of bills under the table. Uh, told him I'd buy him a beer or two. So I'm Mike St. Ange, um, owner of a couple of businesses out here. Just brought my entrepreneurship to North Carolina from California. Been here three years now. No regrets coming from California. Not that I don't like the weather and those kind of things there. Don't get me wrong. And I have a lot of weather family. and food. Weather and food but ultimately i uh, just love being out here i own and operate uh, ugly duckling boat rentals so we have boat rentals four or five months a year on lake norman where i live nice. on lake Normans. nice and uh, also own saints complete detail services which is a full service detail company that does all the automotive line we have we do airplanes lear jets out of statesville and stuff like that which is a lot of fun and interesting
3: it explains where who did my jet
4: there you go yeah See, that was me
3: <clears throat> Folks, I'm a multi-billionaire. I just do this stuff for
0: philanthropic reasons.
4: <laughs> nice to meet you, right, Yeah, I don't really yeah. Even yeah, I have anything to that. I'll be sure to give you a card before <laughs> I nope, leave. Jaw's still dropped. <laughs> yep. Ignore that, audience. <laughs> <laughs> uh, along with all the automotive line, detailing, cars, trucks, all that, you know, coming from the auto body industry for about 35 years up till March of last year, we also launched the pressure washing, which we do a lot of houses <sighs> nice. and commercial and real estate stuff has been good to us, along with painters and stuff prepping for paint. But uh, overall, man, no regrets. Been here for three years and happy to join you guys today and chat it out. Well, hey, yeah, thanks for
0: coming, that's great. We got a whole bunch of stuff to talk about. I think we're talking, obviously you got your hands in a lot of different blue collar type businesses, so I think we're talking blue collar type businesses, labor type businesses today. But I know a lot coming from California, you have a whole lot of experience there. Let me, real quick, so you said you live around the Lake Norman area, so obviously
4: we kind of just, uh, spread across all of Charlotte. Where on Lake Norman are you? So out of Troutman, I don't know if you're familiar with Troutman Exit Forty Two area, uh, state park. Okay, is up there. Um, I literally border on the state park, so we're considered Statesville because a lot of the residents on the lake are considered Statesville. Gotcha. But Isn't
2: there a distillery up near there? No. A little bit further up. Yeah. Still looking. Uh, sud- southern. I just have to go up there all the time when it's I'm going southern to the it's Always I like a it's what Go by. That's your halfway mark when you get to there. (laughs) No, that's my stopping point, the first stop. It's still 5 a.m., but it's still the first stop.
0: So,
3: Brandon lives in Virginia. Uh, Troutman is actually up north towards the D.C. area. Yeah.
1: (laughs) There you go. Yeah, I live in Southern Virginia. He lives more like Alexandria.
4: (laughs) Small town. Troutman's awesome. You know, it's different coming from California because you go into an environment like that to where, again, you know, we live on the lake, we're very blessed where we're at and you travel, you have to go through Troutman to get to my house. So it takes me 10, 15 minutes to get to a freeway. But going through Troutman in that small town and going to like Cedar Stump Pub is the only bar in town. So now I'm like Norman Cheers, right? Well, like, hey, <laughs> not that I'm an alcoholic or anything, don't judge me, but you know, the reality- That's too late well, for that. Yeah, don't let, start those, with. Don't, don't let those five empty glasses be judged. judged. <laughs> yeah, they said it was at a brewery. I don't know what enticed me to go. But you know, that small town, which you, know, you talk about coming to an area, coming from California, to living in Troutman, mm-hmm. per se, you know, it's different. You know what I mean? It's It's been very refreshing, to be honest with you, but yeah. that's the area I live in. Nice. Love it, love it, small town stuff. That's
0: cool. We've talked, obviously, in Mount Holly, we talked uh, with the mayor there too, and it has that kind of small town, southern small town home type feeling with right. obviously being away from home, quote unquote, right. being from California, it's kind of nice to have that small town feel. Oh, for sure. Here. And you yeah.
3: gotta love spending those California dollars in Troutman, don't you? Most definitely. I'm a rock star, right? That's the best part. It's like buy one, get one. You you yeah. here, like, you want how much for that house? Yeah. yeah right. Could I get the neighbor's house too? Yeah.
4: Did buy a property re- over there too. I have an investment property that I lease out to not only a residence, but they have Motorhead Marine, which is a, a boat repair company. Kind of goes hand in hand with the stuff that I'm doing. Nice. Um, so. Very cool. And it's fun to send pictures of rush hour and Troutman.
3: Oh, yeah. You know, to my
4: buddies in California, where it's like six cars in a row, right? And you take a picture and go, rush hour. And then two minutes later, just cleared the headaches. Right, yeah. <laughs> but to be fair,
1: sometimes it does take 10 minutes to make a left to get down your
3: street. True. True <laughs>
4: statement. True statement. One-way roads, right? Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah, but then
3: they send you a plate of food or In-N-Out burger, and you're like, damn it, I lost.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I did just recently go back and had In-N-Out damn it it's good
0: oh,
3: yeah. i mean yeah that picture you sent me of the animal or oh, the prize animal style what a dick Yeah,
1: it's like man i had as soon as i had a bite i was like uh yeah uh i miss it can't can't be replaced because
2: <laughs> i can't just enjoy it on my own gonna have to rub it in some faces
1: yep. oh, yeah. Uh, yeah yeah pretty much
4: it's crazy the kind of food you get adapted to too right you know like the hat even california you know the hat you know tommy's burger you know in and out of course is oh yeah it's own you know, travel well, The freshness the
3: of too. the food is absolutely epic. And, you know, you don't realize just how incredible it is to have the Central Valley like two hours up the road. Right. I mean, every restaurant, every the dive is serving like the freshest avocado. Right. So. Well, you can get avocado here. You just have to plan
0: two weeks ahead.
1: Yeah. Because it's rock hard.
0: Oh, yeah, absolutely. I've gotten a couple softballs in the shape of avocado. I <laughs> yeah. had to wait a while. You know, yeah. Dented my bath. The real, the
3: real fresh <laughs> thing is chicken around here. It's
2: freshly plucked.
0: Yeah.
3: It's <laughs> not quite the same. <laughs> Not no. quite the
2: same. So, if, if for our listeners, because we always have listeners, we we can actually say our viewers today. If you catch awkwardness in what we're doing, it's the first time we've been recorded video-wise while we're doing this. So I've noticed I'm like trying to sit up straight more, That's you know, point. stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah.
3: I mean, speaking of which, did we clear this with your with your handlers? And, uh, wind <laughs> production program well, I can clearly
2: tell you it's not going to be aired in Brazil. Okay. All right. <laughs> so All right. Uh, outside of that, we're pretty good everywhere else. So
3: we've got to learn how to say hi in Portuguese. By the way, we keep. Uh, kind of leaning towards the Japanese audience. I think it's all well, <laughs> I'm going to tell, you, I'm gonna tell in, you
1: right now, I just looked up the stats. Japan, Japan is at uh, 2.11%, to be exact, Jack. Thank you. So wow. they have the highest market share outside. Okay, the and we'll keep so, wow. saying Konnichiwa. <laughs>
2: yeah, I think until they get taken off the throne. Yeah,
1: all the other countries to need the to emperor. step it up.
3: <laughs> <laughs> to the emperor. <laughs> So so what unfortunate thing did you do in a past lifetime was I like, cut off Brandon to deserve <laughs> to be here with us. I
4: don't know. I just gods are talking, I guess. Uh, is it, uh, hopefully it's the gods. <laughs> Brandon just said brewery. He was like, all right, whatever yeah. We, yeah. what, what are we do we do after there? that as <laughs> Do it here. at a bar or what? He, they need okay, to offer me meds. Up. <laughs> That's right.
3: So how was I mean, we talked about the, the difference in, in culture and, and food. and but. You know, what's it like? What's the, uh, there's so much regulation in California. It's crazy. And so how was it to start businesses here?
4: Very different because, you know, I mean, good and bad, right, you, you think of all the, the guidelines and laws you have to follow in California, right? So, you know, I'm opening up a detail company and I'm like, so am I gonna have to have MSD sheets in my trunk, you know, MSDA sheets? Am I gonna have to report the hazardous waste? You know, all this crazy stuff. Because in California, I mean you have a permit for everything. Yeah. And I, I even looked at a body shop out here, because that's the industry I come from originally, and I'm like, so what kind of permits do you gotta get? And he goes, What do you mean? And I'm like, Well, you know you gotta have a business license. And he's like, Well, we're in county, we really don't have a business license. <laughs> and he probably does. Like, right. This is a really right. small shop. And I'm like, Well, what about you know your EPAs and all that? He's like, Well the fire department comes in about every two years, you know, looks at our <laughs> fire extinguishers and I'm like, Okay, cool. And he goes, and we have to have an air compressor permit, right? And that's, you know, every six years, I think they have to come check it. And I'm like, okay.
3: And so. by contrast, if you've ever been on, like, any online service and, and you try, type in a California address, the Prop 62 notice will show up for it. 65. 65. Yeah. 65. <laughs> yes. Everything. Literally, according to the state of California, toothpaste is cancer-causing. Like, Everything causes cancer, according to the state of California.
4: Well, we had them, you know, the company I was with last, and I won't mention the names yet because then it puts them in a predicament. But, I mean, they had trash trucks pulled over in front of the shop, and they were escorted to an empty building. Had them dump the trash in the building so they could look at the body shops, material that they're throwing away, paperwork they were throwing away. I mean, they had, I want to say, somewhere in the tune of about $60,000 in fines because they found customer paperwork in the trash. You know, they found, they were throwing away solvent rags, right, you know, things of that nature, to where it ended up to where, you know, not to get into the weeds of it, but you had drums for everything. Mm -hmm. The the techs now, you're telling the techs were already a little bitter because their taxes and things they gotta pay, but they would have to throw a rag in a certain can, they'd have to throw a paint can, you know, an aerosol can in a can, they have to throw their hazardous waste, you know what I mean, it was just, there was literally, a, I think we counted at one shop, there was 12 different trash cans for yeah. different things that they had to do. To I thought forward. aerosol
1: but cans oh. go in the fire. It <laughs> yeah.
4: works well. I was, was going to say, <laughs> in the, oi, the oily rags.
2: I mean, here you either throw them That's in the corner of the a fire, super hot <laughs> <laughs> garage, or you uh, bury them with the batteries. You bury in the backyard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, you start. They go together. You wrap the batteries in the oily rags.
3: Yeah. You I mean, you <laughs> produce a really good bonfire during the summer.
1: Yeah. yeah. That's how you start the fires. with Burns
4: the oily for hours.
3: And then the aerosol can goes in the fire course what after you say hold my beer <laughs> yeah
4: <laughs> so i guess to answer your question it's just there's a lot less regulations right it's not that you don't want to have ethics and run your businesses right and all that right but, you know we practice i practice more than i need to just because it comes natural you know for us
3: i i try to explain to people who still live in california that it, it's hard to explain until you've been here like six months and you wake up one morning and you take this big deep breath and you realize that like it's not that it's easier here. I mean, being an entrepreneur is always a challenge and, and, and you have to go do the work, Of course, but it's not just all the headwinds, all the regulation, all the things that are pushing you back aren't there. And it's just, you can breathe.
4: And you figure out the communication, right? Yeah. Because the communications is, it's just like night and day. Yeah. You know, you can actually talk to someone, they're listening versus talking to them and they're like, what is he trying to get away with? Mm-hmm. You know, California. Yeah. Unfortunately that's just the way everyone's on the defense. You know, I always say they're in Cali, you're you're in a hurry to get somewhere and you just don't know where. Right. You know, versus here <clears throat> where you have a conversation with someone in Cali and you, are they defensive or are they trying to get something out of you? Is that how your mindset
3: There's is? Always single. And and it feels like I always felt like California there was a zero sum game. Mm-hmm. So if you were talking about your success, somehow someone felt like it was diminishing them. Right. Versus here, where like especially if someone introduced you to some something or something, and you were able to capitalize on that, right. they take it as a point of personal pride that they made that introduction for you. It's like not your success doesn't diminish them; it just it brings them up.
4: Yeah, it's like so. Big- to get something from it.
3: Well, Brian, if you're gonna make hand <laughs> no, 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 for no, those who can
0: now sign it, like, I
2: can hear this song and I can't, like, it's just haunting me.
3: Oh, it's, it's the back that's, that why I did, that's
0: why I didn't bring my food closer.
3: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a smart man. And I'm
4: gonna talk your guys' <laughs> and, ear and you off because I don't do a lot of caffeine. And I had a, I don't, what was it?
1: It was a iced Americano. Yeah.
4: And he upsized it because he's trying to get in the brain. No, Brandon. he
1: went, he went, he went small. And yeah.
4: But I'm fired up, boys. Yeah. You want to talk, let's chat.
2: It's funny because in his mind, the words are coming out a lot slower than they're leaving that's his right. mouth. Like, what did I just say? I yeah. hadn't even thought of that yet.
4: Yeah, I didn't think I said that yet. So I repeat myself. That's going to be why, because I'm talking so fast. Well,
2: he comes in, with a, comes in with an upper, then Brandon gets him a downer.
4: Yeah. Where's that 10% beer? I need it. <laughs> oh, that's too funny. Yeah. Well, I hope I answered your question without... Uh, yeah,
3: yeah, no, absolutely. Getting too far off
4: no, you're good. Just, that's the
0: topic the, the, of, the, yeah. of the episode. The, the, this was about me, not about you. Mark. No, no, no. This <laughs> no, was about was the, Bye the
3: Bye Bye the Bye Bye, by Bye, Bye. By <laughs> by, 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 from in,
2: or Was it Insane or Backstreet Boys? I can't remember. One of the two. I like to of the look two. At me, that was the song that was playing. So it Oh,
1: you guys actually have hearing.
2: I
3: can't hear anything that does sound my own. No, it had nothing to do with
2: you. That wasn't a reference to talking too much. That's what they do on the show or on the videos.
3: That's my the my daughter's too in to sync. <laughs> technically, Brian says too. So why do
2: you know these things? Oh, I mean, I just from the videos I recorded. From hanging out with me, <laughs> <laughs> Jack and I were watching MTV the other day. Jack was in the Backstreet
0: Boys. I love TRL.
1: So as far as labor goes, from California to here, it doesn't have to be that way.
3: <laughs> what is the what's the biggest? Tune into the pre-show if you want to know why I just
1: said uh oh. What's the biggest difference as far as I guess the communication and the... Predominantly English. Yeah. Well, I mean, being able to get labor there and get labor here and the biggest difference between
4: the two. Culture had a big part of it, to be correct (laughs) in that statement. I mean, you know, in California, you know, you look at it in a nutshell, in my opinion, because, I mean, I come from a role to where I was traveling across the country towards the end of my career with with this company I was with, and i travel across the country... And you know, growing up in California, and it's go. You know, everything's go. You know, how can we make as much money as we possibly can, and how fast can we make it? So when you get into like body techs and painters and things of that nature, that were all commission-driven, you know, you had that you were pushing workout. You know, whether you, you know you focused more on the quality side of stuff because you had to watch that because people were trying to go so fast through it. So that that culture that would work on the cars predominantly, you know, there's different cultures that work on the vehicles. And when you come, when I came to the East Coast, and, and again, I really wasn't in the you know Charlotte area until the last probably six months of my career with them. I was traveling across the country, you know, training directors and GMs and operations to their teams. So I got to see Pennsylvania and Michigan and the staffing. I mean, in some areas it's like, hey, where's your body tech? And they're like, well, he's going squirrel hunting with his wife. You know, he's, he's taking the day off. And it was OK.
1: Squirrel season. It was, it was their gig. Squirrel you know, season.
4: Or raccoons or whatever. And you're going, you California, you, you know. You're going to get, your GM's going to fire you. You don't show up for work, right, a certain amount of time. So it gets more, you know, as you came more east, it got more laid back. And then when I got to Charlotte, you know, I still felt that sense of urgency, right, and sense of pride and workmanship. But the cultures were different. You know the you know you go in i you know one thing i used to like to do is i'd walk into a shop on the west coast and i'd tell their teams you know if i was running their shop or what have you is hey you're gonna make more money with me than you ever made in your life and i would stand true to that not trying to tap myself on the back but i wanted to see them make that money coming in here i said the same kind of speech right i'm like man i'm gonna make you guys more money than you've ever made this is how we're gonna do it this is the operations this is our procedures you know so on and so forth and after the meeting's over and you know I'm thinking everybody's all hyped up for it i had two or three techs walk up to me separately and go look man i'm not real interested in making 130 hours a week i'm just this is what i like to make i want my 80 hours a week they have their big property they want their time with their family a little more not that the california people don't but they just take more of that to heart i guess is the way to put it so it's different you know the paces a little bit different too than in california i think is the biggest factor
1: well when you were out here i know you had one shop in concord mm-hmm. where were the other ones because now was and i asked that of uh, chris when he was on the show because he had smoothie kings all in different spots right and i said the labor pool is totally different because absolutely so you had one in concord
4: south carolina i'm trying to think of the name of the, the city i mean when they just to back up a little bit, when the traveling stopped because of the pandemic, you know, they I actually got furloughed, you know, after being at a corporate level, director of operations, traveling across the country and all that. But when the travel stopped and, you know, I'd made a decent income, you know, I was one of the first ones at a corporate level to get, hey, they going a furlough this guy for a minute. Wow. And then uh, VP called Call and with said, the loyalty. Yeah, right. Hurry. <laughs> well that, that could be a whole nother conversation. But the uh, VP calls me from this general area and says why are you on the bench what are they doing I don't get it and he's like how about you run some stores you know GM and it was a pay cut but it was still I needed work and how about you run some stores down here so the first one I had was in South Carolina and I'm drawing blank on the, the city right now it's just right on the border Rock, Rock Hill probably Rock Hill, exactly what it was so Rock Hill and you know I started GMing that store and that's when I got the feel of how the staffing was going to be, you know, how he, getting it because they were under, understaffed to begin with, and then how they react, and, and it was Pat unique. Blackie
3: and Troutman are like might as well be on different planets. It, I mean, they're the same kind of place, but.
4: And I don't know yeah. this yet, right? Yeah. I'm coming in there, going, this is how it's going to be everywhere, yep. and it was. Ended ended up, I ended up in Concord and Matthews. There was a couple stores, one in Matthews, one in Concord, and what they were doing was just bouncing me to these stores to try to fix them ultimately, which was fine. I mean, I enjoyed the, with the teams, but going to Concord was a completely different breed of technician. You know, in South Carolina, it was like, I'm gonna do it the way I'm gonna do it. If you don't like it, I'm gonna go find another job. Mm-hmm. And it handcuffed you as a GM. Now for me, being from California, I'm like, don't let the door hit you where the good Lord split you. <laughs> Have a nice day, I'll find someone. And I had those unpleasant conversations and some worked and some didn't, but then finding the staff, you know, in California, you go to your teammates and you say, "Hey, I need people," and I practiced that out here, and it did work, thank goodness. And I, you know, I found some people, but we went through them too, and that was South Carolina. And when I got to Concord, which was a bigger location that they were rebuilding and opening back up after the pandemic and all that other stuff was going on, so it was a rebuild that was it was challenging, but not as challenging in South Carolina.
3: I mean, Concord's kind of tangential to NASCAR, and, and so you get a different animal up there. I mean. It's more city, too. Yeah. Yeah. Cousin Cletus down in South Carolina, he might be unemployed for a reason.
4: (laughs) Yeah. And honestly, I mean, that's where the biggest issue I had in Concord, after figuring out the staffing and what they're looking for, you know, I wasn't selling them on you're going to make more money than you've ever made kind of thing anymore, obviously. I was making sure that, hey, you've got a home. You know, that's Mm -hmm. what they were looking for is that they want the security Mm -hmm. blanket of they're not going anywhere, my pay's right, you know, things of that nature, which – reminisced on California a little bit for me because people were looking for that out there too even though they were looking for the bigger buck, right?
2: More security. More More money. Yeah, Yeah, more security, (laughs) more more money. Well, (laughs) the thing too
1: and and (laughs) the idea that you need to make money and it's driven by that more in California, it's expensive as hell to live there. Oh, yeah. You had to make
3: my property taxes were sixteen thousand dollars a year on a twenty three hundred square foot house. Yeah.
1: You weren't gonna survive on no thirty thousand bucks. You yeah. had to drive like you wanna make more, you gotta do more. Yes,
3: five bucks a gallon. Yeah. You don't live anywhere near where you work. No. Thanks, sir.
0: No.
4: Yeah. I mean depend and for multiple reasons why because one you didn't want to if you worked in that area. Yeah. Or B, you couldn't afford the area that mm-hmm. you're working at, you know, one of the two. And again, out here it was more. I'm buying a ranch, I'm buying some property, you know, that's, you hear that more, you, you know, the assets that they're looking for versus the, the being able to keep up with the rat race is what I call yeah. it. I hate to say it that way, but that's the way. It is. They actually <laughs> care
3: about their children, which is weird. Yeah. Like coming from California where children are just a really high priced accessory right. for most people. Yeah.
4: <laughs> or income for some. Yeah, yeah, that's true. My kid
3: had an agent when she was a baby. She yeah. hated <laughs> casting agents, and it always came during her nap time. So uh, she was a cute kid.
1: Yeah. I think he was referring to the other paycheck. <laughs> uh, the other
0: paycheck. <laughs> yeah, the one we pay for. <laughs> uh, so it's funny that you mentioned, so, like, I, I visited California, and obviously being from Connecticut. Stop lying. Being from Connecticut, I always felt it was like, oh, like you're in California. Like everybody's like a surfer and everything's like a little bit more relaxed. I totally get that like it's way more expensive now that I have grown up and realized that it is crazy expensive out there. But it's funny to hear that people are so much more relaxed over here, like that it is that much of a disparity. Because obviously like Southern, there's a bit of like a slowness to it kind of thing, but it's just lifestyle and buying assets to your point. but It's a just a grind.
3: It's not that people are like, like the South Bay of like – like Redondo Beach, Manhattan Beach, and mm-hmm. like you know, it's just a grind. But like yeah, there's de- we call it the bubble because it's like a bubble. So there's definitely like it's weird because like there's a surf group that's like consists of Fortune 100 CEOs. It's at 5:30 in the morning off of like San- I mean San Pedro, no uh, Rancho Palos Verdes. So like you're out there surfing at 5:30 in the morning, but everyone on the break Fortune 100 CEO, So it's like I like how Russell high end <clears throat> networking
2: like when we were out there surfing. in the morning. You know, right.
3: yeah. <laughs> well, right.
0: when all of us, yeah, he sent out the camera, when we were all right? out there. Yeah. Well, and,
2: and it, I, I was the
3: uh, surf caddy. I, I basically waxed up their boards. He just kept yeah. I <laughs> just <laughs> I work for tips.
1: Well, and the thing too is if you lived, I mean, not to get too deep in the woods, but if you lived in what well, would be a good example, we had people customers that were in Santa Monica and. They start work at 10, but they get off work at seven and they're out walking their dogs in the morning. And, you know, I'm looking at nine o'clock in the morning, they're walking their dogs. I'm like, yeah. man, you're asking these to get to work. It's nine o'clock. Like, <laughs> you should have been at work an hour and a half ago. But if you live in the valley, you start work earlier. It's just a different lifestyle than if you live in a more, I guess, fluent neighborhood. It's, I don't know, it's just a different dynamic. and well, they In the have entertainment different
3: industry, like you might be working 20 hours a week, I mean, 20 hours a day. Yeah, but so, they start weird
1: hours, hours a and week just, for
4: that matter. For a week, yeah. The mix too, right? I mean, the mix you have out there, like you can have a North Carolina environment in Mission Viejo, mm-hmm. right? And you get that culture almost, right? Yeah. And then oh. you go to, you know, you go to Woodier and you have a South Carolina, you know mentality very much so culture so So i think california is so diverse but when you look at the grand scheme of california it's like you need to hurry up i don't care where you're going you just need to hurry yeah you know what i mean and and some of it is financial like you were saying before yeah it's It's driving you
1: gotta you you gotta eat (laughs) (laughs) you gotta eat and keep a roof over your head if you're gonna do it so
3: but it's it's interesting i mean california is a such a huge state but it is so funny because jack's point it's like Everyone thinks of Crazy California, but Crazy California really is Los Angeles and San Francisco. And the San Diego's pretty oh, moderate, yeah. has always been really moderate. The entire interior of the state, like, there's like these bubbles around these places, but it's where the population centers are.
1: Yeah, it's, it's like here. you got Raleigh and Charlotte. Yeah. Two islands. Yep. And then yeah. all the rest of it's totally different than oh, those. yeah, That's what I'm saying with Concord and being just outside of Concord or even Troutman where you live. It's night and day. Totally different. Not even close. Totally different. Might as well be a different country.
4: <laughs> which makes you wonder what your experience would be like for me if I didn't go land and troutman on the lake and you know having that environment, which is like being at the beach. Yeah. Right, versus I'm in downtown Concord or <clears throat> South Charlotte or wherever it is. I mean, the experience could have been a lot different.
1: It yeah. would be, and I would not be as happy as I am not being having the lake as part of my or not lake as you guys like to refer to it. Yeah, the uh, it's, it's a real <laughs> lake. <laughs> it's the lake. flake. Having that <laughs> and having that part of my lifestyle is a big why I'm happy here because <clears throat> I can go get in my boat, 5 o'clock, and I'm out. Saturdays. Spin. Spin I on the pond. Pond.
3: If I could have talked my wife into moving up to the lake, I, we, when we moved here, I would have. But, you know, that said, I'm very happy in Georgia. You got your truck insurance. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I quit my job to be on the lake. I don't know what happened. <laughs>
4: yeah. now, now I have a boat rental company on the lake. I'm detailing around the lake. But... I mean, go. it's you know you kind of pick and choose your battles, right? Yep. Yeah. Very nice. Well, Mike, cool. thank you so much for joining. This has been great, man. Great. Yeah, we'll have to have you back sometime, for sure. I appreciate the time, man. Absolutely. Uh, Listening to your guys' stuff here and there, and I'm getting caught up on all the <coughs> the podcasts. and wow. Very entertaining. It's good. It's cool to hang out with some sevens and eights. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> 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 Only one eight. <laughs>